0: Welcome to Screw the Hierarchy, episode 26. This is Deb Falzoy, and today I'm talking about how to prevent nastiness from affecting you. I'm talking today with Kirsty Gwynn, who's the founder of Positive EQ. She does emotional intelligence coaching, and she's got a lot of great things to say this week in our um, Healing Speaker Series through Redefine Ourselves redefineourselves.com. So are you ready to hear what Kersey has to say? You've got to listen to this this week. If you're a target of workplace abuse and want to break free of the grips of abusive power, you've found your place. I'm your host, Deb Falzoy, and the podcast begins now. I want to introduce to you Kirstie Gwynn. Kirsty is the founder of Positive EQ Method Coaching. She helps people to feel calm and content by building self-esteem and training their brains to let go of fear and anxiety using the latest positive psychology research. So thanks so much for joining us, Kirstie. Um, let's get into it. Um, can you
1: talk first about, just tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on, Deb. It's lovely to have this opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. So so today um, we're going to be talking about how to stop mean words from affecting you. And so I'll tell you how how this ties into exactly what I do. As Deb just said, I run a company called Positive EQ and I'm the founder of the Positive EQ Method of Coaching. So this is a completely evidence-based method. I am about to finish my master's in positive psychology, so we're using the latest exercises from positive psychology research to kind of train your brain to feel more calm and content and courageous and for building self-esteem is one of the main things that I do. That's my main goal. Great um so we're talking about how we might stop
0: other people's mean words and mean actions from hurting our feelings can you tell us what that means
1: yeah absolutely so when someone treats us badly or takes advantage of us i'm sure you'll agree that it hurts right Mm -hmm. and essentially when that happens there are actually two ways that we're reacting so i just want to talk about that a bit before before i get on to my point but the first way is that we are reacting in a way of what am I going to do about the situation physically? You know, how am I going to change the social environment and actually change what's happening? And that's your area of expertise, right? How can we um, actually push back and, and get more respect? Mm-hmm. And the second way that we're actually reacting and we often forget that there's um, this part of the puzzle is how am I responding in my mind? What's my emotional reaction? Um, how, is what's going on affecting what i think about myself and, and how i feel about myself because when someone takes advantage of us when someone bullies us is mean to us it can really make us question ourselves it can make us feel like we're not good enough maybe you know it might set off a stream of kind of self-doubt and self-criticism we might think to ourselves i'm, I'm worthless mm-hmm. um, they think that about me maybe it's true and it can really set off this r- whole range of like a really painful experience internally and emotionally. And so that's kind of the side that I wanted to focus on today and to share with your audience, there how we can actually intercept that link and change how what's happening outside is making us feel about ourselves on the inside.
0: Great. Um, so how how might someone do that?
1: So, so in, the, in the cognitive behavioral therapy paradigm, we know that the link between an event something that happens and our feelings is actually a little bit more complicated than we think so we tend to think that something happens and it makes us feel a certain way right so we'll say that person made me feel horrible or that that made me angry or you know the day was bad so i was upset because the day was bad um and we know that in cbt rather than the equation being event equals feelings we actually experience an event we have thoughts about what happens, and then those thoughts actually create our feelings. And so let me give you an example here um, to show you how much power we really have to intercept that link is if, let's say that you get a new haircut and you're going to work and someone says to you, oh, your new haircut looks awful, you look ridiculous, and they kind of criticize you. Your thoughts about that are gonna be like, I must, I must look awful right i did get a new haircut and their criticism is obviously a fair representation and i'm also horrible it's gonna kind of set off self talk like that but let's say someone says to you you know you come into the office and someone says to you i don't like your uh, blue hair and you haven't got blue hair (laughs) if you have what what thought stream that's going to set off? is you're going to have these thoughts of like but i haven't got blue hair so that's a silly comment and you might even laugh in fact and it's going to have a completely different reaction and so that's a that's a simple example. But the point is that if someone says something mean to, to us, um, often we might have thoughts about this is true, it must be true, I must be worthless, I must be useless, and that will make us feel that way. But mm-hmm. what if we were to have the thoughts instead of, you know, someone says to you, you're worthless, if you were to have the thoughts instead of, I know I'm not worthless, actually I'm having a really useful role in many more areas of my life. Um, I know that I'm a good person if someone calls you a bad person. Whatever they say, that your thought stream is in fact able to kind of push back and say, I know that that's not true. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm the opposite of that and I'm, I'm good and I like myself. And, you know, if someone says to you, um, you did that incorrectly to say, you know, I'm going to trust my own judgment. Or maybe I did make a mistake, but it doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. It's okay to make mistakes. And so to really intercept that link at the thought level, we have a lot of power then over how we feel. And so what I'm really talking about here is that often when people are mean to us, we feel like it's a reflection of the truth. And we feel that you know it's we integrated into our own self-image and it leads us not only to have this pain of this outside person thinking badly of us but also us thinking badly of ourselves and that's what really breaks my heart about it is that this was so painful is not only do we feel like we don't belong and as humans we all want to belong and be loved and be liked right, right. but we have- Second thing where we don't even like ourselves afterwards. And so, what I'm suggesting here is it's also equally important. So, one, to stand up for ourselves, but also to not, you know, to be able to insert that link that we don't think badly of ourselves. It's already painful enough that this person's rejecting us, but let's not reject ourselves too. Right. So, we're just sort of
0: stopping it at their definition before it leads to the feelings that go along with accepting what they're having to say about us
1: yeah absolutely so So if we
0: so if we change our like internal dialogue um and not let these things affect us anymore what does that mean in terms of like standing up for ourselves are we just accepting getting treated badly or can you talk more about like how the standing up part
1: fits in yeah absolutely i think that's a it's a really valid concern right when i when i talk about this because you don't we don't want to get to a place where you think, okay i can just you know their words don't affect me at all so i i'm just going to keep taking it and um, right. you know we'll still be able to stand up for ourselves but it's in fact not true that this is going to stop us standing up for ourselves and it's actually going to help so the thing is that the only thing we're changing is what we think of ourselves, and we can still firmly maintain boundaries around what we think of how others should treat us. So what we're saying is, my self-worth is independent of what other people think of me, but that doesn't mean that other people should treat me badly, or that it's okay for them to treat me badly. So if you think about it, if, if we're not treating ourselves well, if we're beating ourselves and um, up often, if we're telling ourselves, I'm not good enough. And you know, it's, we've all done it before, called ourselves, you know, said, I'm a fraud, I'm a fake. Um, and really use that kind of painful language with ourselves. If our own self-esteem is low, it's actually more difficult to stand up for ourselves because you don't necessarily believe that you deserve better. Right. And if we imagine someone who has higher self-esteem, they know I'm worthy, I'm good, no matter what other people think of me. And they treat themselves well. So when someone treats them badly, an alarm bell is going to go off, right? And they're going to think, hold on, not even I treat myself like that, right? Right, <laughs> yeah. That person's not doing something right. And, and it's exactly like said. So the thought patterns are going to be different of that comment was unnecessary, that was mean, and I know that it's not true, right? And so the key really to finding more courage to stand up for ourselves and more confidence is to change that inner voice to be more compassionate to be more loving to the self-love and self-esteem because when we know what we deserve it's going to be easier to find that courage to to tell other people what we deserve too
0: that's great um so if we were to like sum up or like What are the big takeaways from this? What do you want to let someone leave with?
1: Great. Okay. So I think the thing would be that self-esteem is really the key to being resilient and to not letting those horrible words and actions affect what we think of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So they are going to affect us, right? It, It does hurt to be rejected. It's awful to be bullied and taken advantage of. And it often usually happens to really kind, lovely people. So it's going to hurt because we all want to belong but it doesn't have to change your idea of your worth. And so working on your self-esteem and your self-love and acknowledging your worth, right, is the key to finding that courage to defend yourself from a place where you're able to stand strong in the conviction that you stand, that you actually deserve better.
0: Great. How do we find out more about like that piece of it, the, the self-esteem building part of it?
1: Right. Yeah. So I offer a, um, a free PDF on anxious thought patterns and that kind of, that's strongly linked to, to low self-esteem. So if you're looking at changing those thought patterns and boosting your self-esteem, that's a really useful resource. So you can find that on my website, positive com. And the second thing is my free Facebook group, Calm and Content. We're discovering, discussing things in there like self-esteem and changing negative thinking and you know, feeling good enough and how to find our happiness within us so that can really help someone if they want to start that journey of building their self-esteem up
0: thank you for listening to screw the hierarchy if you feel like you need more help i have a free guide to recovery steps at dignitytogether.org targets and a sign up for daily boosts through your inbox at the same place Content in this podcast was created and edited by yours truly, Deb Falzoy, and the music you heard is from Kevin McLeod. All right, have a wonderful rest of your week, and I will see you on the next episode. Bye.